Welcome everybody to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Lagell, and I'm joined today as always by my co-host, Jeremy Mahar. Jeremy, what's up, brother? No, it's another Wednesday. Another Wednesday in the book. Another Wednesday in paradise. First first week today, uh, or this week, I'm back in the office for three days, so I'm I'm so confused on what day it is. <laughs> I know it's Wednesday because we're here, but right, it's uh, yeah, it's been weird flipping all these days around. Oh yeah, is this your start of your new schedule? No. Oh, okay. this is just back in office for three weeks. I don't start that new schedule for two. For three days or three weeks? Three days. Oh, okay. So what days do you go in now? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. And then soon I'll. What be time does that mean you're going to be Monday home on Thursdays? You're still going to be home at six. Yeah, I get in. I usually get in at seven. Oh, okay. And you get out at what, three? Three. Got you. Just making sure that my tomorrow plans are still intact. Yeah, so. it, it's it's screwing up a lot. <laughs> I really don't like it. And we're we're about dead at work. Yeah. And then the rates just went up today. Like oh, God. 0.75 or something. But we had, I didn't work for two and a half hours. They had everyone clock out to like let our like hot list build up of more loans mm-hmm. for two and a half hours. <laughs> Just watch watch Netflix at work. I'm like, why am I here? Right. Like, why am I here right now? This is dumb. Like, went and talked to Lindsay for a while. Like, she's on my floor, actually. That's cool. Oh, yeah. That's pretty Every awesome. time I go anywhere on my floor, I have to look right at her head. <laughs> like, over the computer. So I always know when she's at her desk. Well, that's pretty nice, pretty at cool. least. Yeah. How um, was your day? My day was fine. Um, uh, standard vending day, except for I had to go and fix a coffee machine that wasn't broken at the end of the day so it added on another half hour to my day which is uh or probably another hour to my day which and is a coffee my, machine is it like a vending machine coffee machine like um oh like the ones they used to have in diamond like old old school yeah like you put like, quarters in they drop a cup down coffee goes into it man they used to have the sandwich shop or sandwich ones in and diamond too that like rotated oh god yeah i'm so happy i don't have any which of those is probably gross to have just yeah <laughs> deli sandwiches but uh we have a, a new coffee machine mm-hmm. it's like a keurig but like the they're they're like a pouch not like a a cup yeah and then you just like stick it in there it it tastes better i don't know do you have to buy the does it, do you have to buy, free pay, oh, okay well i yeah. mean they got like 30 different kinds of coffee for us, hot chocolate. Right. Um, then you can, like, just make it. That's but. what I wish all my stops that have coffee machines would do. But, you know, just, like, buy it for for us. But this this way they put the money onto the employee, you know. Oh, to, to actually buy the coffee? Yeah. That means someone's going to run out once a week when it runs out or whatever. <laughs> Someone has to go back. Yeah, they, they stock our crap pretty quick. Well, that's good, Jeremy. So tonight we are drinking Northern Hawk Owl Amber Ale from Right Brain Brewery. A touch, oh, a tough hunt during the day calls for a smooth and rich evening. Northern Hawk Owl is a medium-bodied amber ale. How do you say hawk? Hawk. Oh, am I saying it bad? It sounded like you were saying like like hawk. 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 Um, amber brewed in honor of a small owl that lives in northern Michigan and is only active during the day, with a lovely red hue and a malty nose. This ale is packed full of notes of caramel and toffee, followed by a clean finish. 
All right, well, if we ever get a trivia question about a uh, northern Michigan owl that's only active during the day, it's a northern hawk owl. There we go. Let's try these out. We normally are... This is Four, one of, six points. This is one of the... I don't remember the last time we had an amber beer on here. I like when the cans are um, whatever this is. <laughs> like like, like a can with a sticker on it? Yeah, it's like beer number one. Sport. Oh, it's red. Uh, not bad. I haven't had an amber in a minute, so... You know, let's go, let's go for it. Yeah. Ooh, that tastes good. All tastes right. Like, oh, Guinness he? Jeremy, there is a lot going on in the sports world. There sure is. So you get to pick where we're going to start today. I'm going to throw out a bunch of topics for you, and you can decide where we begin. So we have go. Tunnel Gate with Michigan versus Michigan State. We have uh, the NFL trade deadline. What happened? What happened during it? The Lions losing again. And also the impact of the TJ Hawkinson trade. We have Kyrie Irving continuing to do anti-Semitic stuff and <laughs> the, the downfall of the Brooklyn Nets and Steve Nash as one of the victims of it. Well, let's go with the, the quickest one. I guess we'll start net. Nets. Nets? Nets All right. college. Kyrie Irving football. has been um, uh, retweeting stuff from this anti-Semitic movie that uh, – is <laughs> really really out there very strange <laughs> that he's doing this in brooklyn which has a very large jewish population and the co- their owner is jewish their owner's <laughs> his own owner's <laughs> jewish and <laughs> yeah you guys are more and the nets are a mess it appears Steve they, nash they, just quit slash got fired yeah Sound and like now they're quit. And now they're hiring did they already hire the no, but they are stupid if they hire a Duco. I'm saying I didn't say that right, did I? Yeah. They may a Duca. A Duco? Did I say Some, right? Something like that. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, but he is the coach or the coach of the Boston Celtics is suspended for a year for inappropriate behavior with a with a staff member. Yeah. Um, no red flags it, it was, for them it, there. It was consensual or consensual, but it's against. Uh, it was and it wasn't. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I guess I don't exactly know. At the some story. point, it wasn't. I don't know if it was. I would assume it was. I think it was after. Mm. Like he kept trying, and she said no, okay. something like that. Well, Not, I, it didn't I, all come out. I guess I was assuming because he didn't like he just got suspended for a year. He didn't like write out lose his job and shit. Like it was had to be somewhat consensual. I think the last thing I heard, or, or well, unless it, what is Boston it, doing keeping no, that guy like, around? <laughs> like ninety percent of it is. I, I think it was like when she was like, "Hey, you're." Your wife is now moving to Boston. Like, we're stopping this. He oh. kept coming at her like, hey, babe, what's up? Like, just like inter- saying inappropriate things in passing kind of thing. Is right, right. kind of what I took from it. But I think that the, he also sent, like, emails to multiple people mm. at some point of that whole thing. Yeah. Um, because there, it's rumored that it, one of them was, like, somehow one of the sh- majority – shareholder owner's daughter or something oh god and so they're like yeah what are the nets doing then we they just don't they're a mess they don't know <laughs> i don't think Kyrie, well Kyrie doesn't know what he's doing i mean that's a. I, i've never heard of this movie or anything or, or watched it right but i right. read a bunch of like like snip like quotes from it mm. some of it's so far out there that i was confused reading i'm like wait what you know it, it, it'll go back to everything we're going to talk about in politics um or every like i feel like everyone in the world just is believing two two different sets of realities from <clears throat> these echo chambers right now and Kyrie Irving's in this one that's like this right wing right wing propaganda yeah, he's like <laughs> sect of it 
Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot he's, like Kanye. He's a lot like, it's like Kanye. It's like exactly like Kanye. Almost. Um, not exactly, but hasn't got as volatile yet. Right. But yet, <laughs> um, the thing Kyrie's going to come out wearing White Lives Matter right. shirts, which would I mean, be a fucking shocking turn of events. He had that little exchange with Nick Friedel or Friedel the other day, um, uh, NBA reporter about. Like yeah, I saw that. Him promoting that or whatever, and he's like, "Don't dehumanize me." Like, I'm like, not. I'm not promoting it. Like, he like, just. Well, you kind of are, though. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't understand what he's doing, um, and I think he actually d- deleted it now. Mm-hmm. Um, since, but like one thing that like Reggie Miller said on TNT or whatever NBA, whatever he's on uh, yesterday or something, but he was like, um, one of the best things about this league the last few years has been the players' voice, like movement. Yeah. Them speaking up in Donald Sterling's case when something was wrong and they're the one that kind of took action and got him forcibly removed. Or maybe not forcibly, but removed. Um, yeah, it was forcibly. And then, um, I mean, it was to, like to he, had no, he had no choice with the yeah, sell a team. Yeah. Um, and then, Which is like, what a punishment, uh, getting getting uh, billions of dollars to sell a team. I right. know I know it's like you're already rich, but like yeah. still, come on. And same thing that they are kind of did with the Suns, Tarver, right? That's the Suns yeah. guy, Tarver. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but he's like, but... For some reason, he, they uh, no player will speak up or has spoken up about uh, Kyrie. Even the NBA PA that came mm. out after that about anti-Semitism and like we we don't stand for it and all that. They never mentioned Kyrie's name. Yeah, the only per- they're I just think- letting him off the hook with it because he's their buddy, buddy. And Reggie Miller was saying like you can't pick and choose which issues you can't and be loud for it when something happens and then be quiet because your friend or your kind did something else. And Reggie Miller was like, damn, actually, that's, I didn't really. Yeah, Charles Barkley, I know, was him like. and Shaq were pissed about We're it. getting pissed at the NBA yeah. for not doing anything, you know, like you, you suspended players for other things. Yeah. Um, uh, but, you know, anti-Semitism does run strong. I think and- it's the, part of it, for me, part of it is the fact that he doesn't, like realize he thinks people are attacking him and he's like oh this media like he's almost talking like he's the smartest person in the room like and yeah. no one everyone else is dumb and doesn't get it he's as like it's like kanye in a lot of mm-hmm. ways when he speaks but i'm like man you just don't like get what you're doing i mean the very first episode of this podcast uh, almost six years ago now started talking about Kyrie when it, with his flat earth bullshit oh really yeah <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, where, he's uh, he's been in, where I had to for some reason go in to do research why the Earth has to be proven round when I know it's round. I just was trying to figure out a way to argue it to people who are idiots. <laughs> like, who was on that one that was arguing it was flat? No one, but oh, just like, like in general, like but to yell at some of our friends. You know, I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked. You know, half of our friends don't think we've been to the moon, True. which I know isn't the same argument. It's still it's more conspiracy theory based, but a lot of the th- argument that we, against us going to the moon is because of the flat Earth theory with the firmament, which is a religious thing, like yeah. which is which yeah, just a, all a bunch of bunch of fucking madness going on in the world when we have so much access to knowledge right now. It's just now, you know, it's me being younger thinking like, oh, everything's gonna keep going and far further progressing because we're gonna get smarter because technology is rapidly advancing. I didn't. I did not see the rapid advancement of technology turning into the rapid deceleration of progress. Of Earth, <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's scary. <laughs> but yeah, can I don't know if he will get suspended. I, th- I don't I mean, know. I mean, the Nets are the, the Nets. They're not doing too good, right? No, I think they're one or two wins and like six or seven losses. Mm-hmm. Pretty much what the Lakers are not doing good. 
Kyrie didn't even look like he wanted to play the other day. He was yeah. pretty damn sloppy out there. Um, we'll see. I mean, Ben I, Simmons isn't doing anything right. Ben Simmons <laughs> is not. Do, there's already um, like people on Twitter were like floating. We're well not floating, but just like whenever Ben doesn't do well, it seems like his scapegoat is an injury and just don't play. Yeah. And because of his struggles already, now he's been out the last two games. People are like, oh. He's already um, can't it's, take it's it. It's happening. He already can't take the it. The Nets are imploding, and they really, they really need to just they need to they need to move on and trade their shit. and I mean, rebuild. I think they gotta trade everyone. I, I mean, I wouldn't want Ben Simmons. You got players like Kyrie. Kyrie was screaming at him in the middle of the game. They're ready to shoot the damn ball. Yeah, he wouldn't shoot. And you can't. I don't think you can trade Kyrie. Like yeah. maybe you can get something from the Lakers because of how they're desperate they are, but you're not gonna get anything what his actual talent is. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's just Kyrie is dicey to. As a no, I mean, I wouldn't just because backlash and just I don't agree with him and stuff like that. But yeah, um, not that I don't agree with him; it's fine. But he's hey, outlandish. Let's, let's bring Kevin Durant to Detroit. We'll give up anybody except for Ivy and Cade. Let's go. I don't want Durant. Durant has no fire. He just keeps battling people on Twitter every day. It's <laughs> just like I'm happy just playing basketball. I don't care win or lose. I'm like, wait, what kind of mentality is that? <laughs> like, huh? He's well, since we last talked, the Pistons won another game. Cade has yeah, looked Cade a lot went, better. Cade went off since I yelled at him on this podcast. Yep, he was li- he was listening. Maybe that's who uh, was talking yeah. on our comment on the yeah, last split episode. Split six, he listens to on the way to <laughs> practice every day. Yeah, and um, uh, we all lost a close game to the Bucks on uh, Monday, was it? Yeah, they and then they're playing looked, them again tonight. They looked a little bit. They've looked better since. Mm-hmm. And the Bucks the day are undefeated, I believe. Them. I think they. I think they still are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there is one piece of the Pistons I totally forgot about for some reason till yesterday's game. Do we talk? We didn't talk about Bohan or Bo, Bohan resigning last week, right? I don't think he resigned until after that. Yeah, so no. Bo- maybe I'm two more years. Bogdanovich signed another a two year extension. Yeah, that's good. Which is I forgot about cool. Alec Burks. Yeah, he's not playing yet, is yeah, he? Yeah, he's injured, but I was like, damn, it would be nice to get him back mm. because Hamadou Diallo is just garbage. Yeah, Hamadou Diallo reminds me a lot of an offensive version of Killian Hayes. He's like the worst shooter in the team by far. Oh, is he? Yeah. I just see him like, he looks electric. He can jump out of the yeah. roof, but he, like he either, he tried to he's do He's kind of like Killian then. Like, Killian's got to be the worst shooter in our team. I don't know. I, no. I've, I've only, I haven't got to watch Killian's all the games because I don't have cable right like, now. Like Hamadou was in the, the court or the, the elbow three mm-hmm. alone. Someone passed him the ball, he spotted up, took his time, shot it over the rim and it hit the bottom of the backboard on the other side. And then, so the next time he just grabbed it and like tried to jump out of the roof and just float the ball and like didn't even hit the anything. And then he missed a free throw, airballed it. Like he's so bad. Yeah. It's pretty terrible how bad he is. It's like why don't you start like Rodney Magruder or something? Someone different. Yeah, well um well he's not a starter. No. Well I mean in, instead of him I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, you know, moving on over to the college football world because we should talk Tunnel about this. Gate. Tunnel Gate, Michigan beat Michigan State uh, in their annual rivalry game, Michigan. and then after the game, uh, Michigan State gave Michigan what they deserved and then beat the Wait. shit out of a bunch of their players. They fucking <laughs> jumped them, man. <laughs> they, um, yeah, that's that's scary. They're hitting them like, man, mm. like six on one and. 
kicking, punching, swinging helmets at the dude. Right. That's a. I mean, in all seriousness, it's kind a of a look. not a good look and not a, not a very safe thing to do. I don't know why that Michigan player was alone with all these Michigan State so, players, but it's not an excuse to well, get jumped. Harbaugh <laughs> actually explained that. Um, he said those two players, one of them's a one of them actually plays the corner, Jermaine mm-hmm. Green. The other one, I don't think he's played like you know. I think he's a sophomore. He's not played yet. Um, but they both go up the tunnel. He's like the previous game, they walked up the tunnel with the other team. Um, and the previous game Why? with Penn State. It's just something they do. I don't know. I mean, that sounds like a dumb thing to do. Um, I mean, the one, I don't, I don't know. They that He said that's just their their tradition thing that they do is they're, they are the first ones to the locker room to greet a team or whatever. Um, but I don't know which guy got hit first or whatever. I think it was Green. Apparently, he got punched, and then the other Michigan guy came to help out, and then he just got straight up jumped. But I'm like, wait, where was your other? Where did Green go? Was because he he wasn't in the video, you know, it's just the one dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm like, what? He just let you take the fucking wrapper <laughs> at all and just dipped out or whatever. But, um, yeah, that was the video is a little concerning. How no players seem to give a shit. Like, like there is half the I mean half the Michigan State team was there and there maybe they couldn't see what mm-hmm. was actually going on but there was like a lot of people there throwing punches and swinging helmets probably swearing and yelling yeah. and people weren't doing anything. Yeah, Michigan State responded by suspending four players like immediately and then they just suspended another four the yeah, other day. The other video came with the helmet. Um, there's probably gonna be charges pressed on some players once the investigation is finished, but you know. Whatever, keep yeah. this rivalry alive. Let's well, I guess let, let, I kind of like these teams hating each other even more. I like that a lot. I mean, I love, I don't, I love the physicality of the rivalry, the shit talking, and all that. It's great. That's going over the line there. Root for radio, um, baby. But maybe that is a call because they only have one tunnel at Michigan. Right. They got I, maybe they had to do something different, like only one team at a time somehow. Yeah, but they probably shouldn't let build a second just tunnel. two Michigan players. I, I did see um, a video. I didn't or hear put anything. a line of police in the middle of the tunnel, so like they have to be separated. Mm. Um, you, you can't put a rope there; like you just climb over. Or but, do what I think. No, don't have any cameras in these tunnels. Most likely, so what you can ha- just beat everybody's ass in there. Yeah. Most likely, <laughs> what happens is in that scenario, I'm sure the player walking up the tunnel, the Michigan dude, was. Like apparently yeah. he always says this, but I'm assuming if he always does this, it's um he should probably just stop a, doing that. Well, that, but it's it's I would say he doesn't normally shit talk. I think it was because it was Michigan State. He was probably right, clapping right. at him. Someone punched him. They got you know it's an emotional game. Could see right. that, but the the one punch I wouldn't have cared about. You know that happens. Whatever. Still it's the not, helmet thing that gets it's really. It's the helmet and then up. pulling him on the ground and six people are punching and kicking him and like I think he was one that broke his nose and got a concussion. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, what if he? What if he did get knocked out there and you guys just didn't stop? Like, like that. I mean, yeah. that could have been a really you bad. Killed situation. him. That would have been really fucked. Right. Not but, to laugh, but it would um, be really fucked. But I mean, it could have been. It could have been really bad. Uh, worse than it was. Good thing he had pads on to yeah. protect most of those shots. Besides his face, and that's where it got damaged. <laughs> <laughs> but wear I, your helmet next time, Michigan I, player. Like is, I guess for is for Michigan State side though. Like this got to be pretty. Getting um, I don't follow Michigan State football as much, but I would say Mel Tucker's got to be on the hot seat for the way they're playing this year. Nah, and just, no way. Um, just like the the way they're playing though, and this doesn't help. 
Yeah, I don't think Mel Tucker's on the hot seat. He just had a really good season last year, and he's still in year three. And they just gave him a giant contract. You know, he's only in his third year. Yeah, and one was a COVID year. I thought he was man. I thought he's been around for. Like and five he's years. two and one against Michigan. So like, what they won? They won. They won eleven and two or ten and two last Michigan year. Beat him last year. No, last year Michigan State beat him. Michigan State beat him. Beat him twice the last two years. Other than this year, so they're two and two. Tucker is two and one against Harbaugh. Oh, so Michigan's only loss last year was to State? Yes. Because they beat Ohio State. Yeah. For some reason, I thought they were undefeated. I don't know. No. No. They don't. Um, Michigan State. Oh, well, Michigan State lost three games. They lost to Ohio State. No, just Ohio State and Purdue last year, I believe. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Um, I guess Mel Tucker also swung at – well, not really swung. But he got hit in the head. Just, right. By I'm a not. fan, right? Well, he, he didn't get hit in the head. Um, he got touched in the head. The guy had his hand out. It wasn't like he just reached it to hit it. He had it out like going like this, and he walked by and then slapped it. I don't give a shit about that, but right. um, thought we'd bring it up because that happened. <laughs> All right, and then we get to the NFL and the trade deadline. It was a very active trade deadline, and it seems like in recent years that teams are more willing to trade. Yeah, I think it's been well, – how many were there this year? Ten? Something like that. I think last year was like nine and then seven the year before or something. Big, yeah, it's usually not a whole lot. Who is the biggest winner of the trade deadline? Miami. Definitely Miami. Miami gets Bradley Chubb for a first-round pick and a fourth, I think, coming from Denver. Denver gets another pick back from the picks they appear to have wasted drafting uh, or trading for uh, Russell Wilson. Um, and Miami has turned their picks – that allowed San Francisco to get um, uh, Trey Lance into Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and now Bradley Chubb, which is that's how you Did fucking do him? it. Um, he's a free agent after this year. Yeah, he's who I want the Lions to get in free agency, but <laughs> I don't know. But if, um, I'm sure they will. I'm yeah, sure they wouldn't say, have made this trade. That's what I'm saying. You probably wouldn't and give up a first without. It's, it's not like uh, Chubb's not going to want to play in Miami. That's probably like the right. number no one destination to, to play. Actually, I think he already came out and said he has mixed feelings because he likes the the cold. I thought I I could be wrong, but he was sitting in a truck wearing a hoodie. Yeah. And someone said he. Um, God, wouldn't that be a shocker? Like <laughs> like he's going to miss like he midway. I don't know, actually know where he's from, but I thought it said like he. It's almost too hot for him, but he's excited <laughs> for the team and all that, but. Yeah, they put Miami onto um, contender status, even though even if they weren't, if you didn't view them as that already, you know, with uh, those receivers, Tua showing as long as Tua can throw it quick and accurate like he does, um, it's fine. But um, he doesn't have like a a deep arm or anything. His arm's worse than Goff's going deep. You see the Lions can throw his whole entire body into it. I think it just looks weird because he's left-handed. But he no, but he normally a quarterback would be like this. Mm-hmm. He like had to like it was like he was running, jumping, and throwing. He still didn't make Tyreek like he could have bombed a couple of Tyreek. Have you seen Have you seen him throwing it like the videos of him throwing it when it's like they flip the screen so it looks like he's right handed? It doesn't look weird. Let me try to pull one up. Th- yeah, I've seen that screen. Well, I'm just talking about that one throw, not every deep throw he does, but that particular mm-hmm. one. The lines I was like, wait, it looked like he was trying to throw like a, a like a seventy yard hail mary, and it was just a. A thirty-yard underthrown ball to Tyreek, which was good because he didn't get a touchdown. Yeah, I know which video you're talking about. He he switches. It just it. looks. It just looks so much. It doesn't. He doesn't look as weak. His whole body though <laughs> is uh, he moves more than most quarterbacks as far yeah. as his body into his throws, which 
is just him. I mean, I said that Tua would win a Super Bowl, so this is right now his. I think they're they're the third team in the. I don't think third, that third great. team in the third team in the AFC right now that yeah. I would say I would say they're gonna they're gonna win a playoff game. Yeah, and uh, I mean, if they get matched up against the Bills or the Chiefs, they'll probably lose. But they're, they got that's they're, what they got Bradley Chubb for. It's coming down to Tua making decisions. That's what's mm-hmm. going to carry that him because I, I don't. There's nothing that he he does as far as throwing the ball that impresses me. There's yeah. no tight window throws. There's no great deep balls. Uh, anything like that back shoulder sideline. He's a very one two out. He already almost like Tom Brady in a way, but he does it from under center a lot more mm. than Brady does. But like. He does a lot of those, which is really great to do. Like his hand, his fake handoffs are stupid because as soon as he fakes the handoff, like how fast he was flipping his hips and just throwing it immediately was just screwing us. But if he ever mm. like has a thought process go wrong at that moment and has to sit a second, I don't think he's anything special. Um, so mm. it's going to ride on that and their defense. Biggest loser of the trade deadline. I don't, know, I don't really know if anyone lost. Of all the trades, I think it's got to be the Bears trading a second-round pick for Chase Claypool, which is essentially that, I don't think he's that good. Essentially trading Roquan Smith for Chase Chase Claypool because they just trade they got him for a second-round pick. Packers, Packers no, not it. well. Packers actually offered this the same trade. No, but they're lower position, but they're the biggest losers for mm-hmm. not doing anything. <laughs> you didn't try to. Well, yeah. I don't know if they tried for Brandon Cooks, but you failed on Claypool, and yeah, it that's. They're dumb. Yeah. The Bills swapped running backs with uh, the Colts, sending Zach Moss to the Colts and getting Naheem Hines, who is probably one of the better, better – um, uh, bet, probably going to be the best running back on the Bills, I would think. No. Um, do you think Singletary better? Yeah. I don't even like Singletary, and he's a better runner. I like the rookie better. He's just a pass catcher, but well, that's, that's what gonna, they got the I rookie I think he's going to add to their team. They obviously – I think, well, definitely will. You wouldn't trade for him, but mm-hmm. – um. They, I guess I don't like that rookie, James Cook or what's his name, James Cook. Yeah, I mean, the Bills running backs they've been lacking. Uh, I think they've probably been lacking pass catch, catching ability. They just don't try with their running backs. Though mm. that's the thing is like they're expecting their running back to get like seven carries and bust it for like eighty yards a game. Like you, you just don't. You run with your quarterback, not your mm. running back. It's um, it's almost like they're at a fault there because Zach Moss was drafted two years ago. Singletary was three, right. and James Cook last year. Like, you can't not play these guys and then hate on them. And then we have, of course, our Lions trading away a top 10 pick for a swap of picks, um, which is completely ridiculous to me, and I don't know what the fuck we're doing, and I'm getting really sick of Wait, this. you don't like it? I don't like it at all. Why? Because we we just we have this we, we didn't get any more draft picks we just got better position to a team yeah. that is uh what six and one right now um that's probably gonna be essentially because it's the Lions luck I bet you the goddamn Vikings or Rams are gonna win the Super Bowl this year bet you I don't that trust happens. the Vikings first of all you don't think T.J. Hawkinson is that good and most yes. our fans don't so getting a second and third they should be we not just getting a second and third though. Okay, yeah, you lose a fourth and potential the other one potentially. If Hawkinson plays, I think fifty percent of the snaps or something. I think it's if they win a playoff game. Or I don't know what it is. There's a stick, but it turns into a fifth. Right. And, um, but okay, would you rather have a second and a third or a fourth and a fifth? I would obviously rather have a second and a third than a fourth or a fifth. 
So I guess this is my. But thing this is, is the argument. That love... we've, we've made all the all the all these so times, I, Jeremy. You don't care about draft picks. You care about winning. Yeah, but so this is my thing, and I I love Hawkinson. I wish we didn't trade him, but we. I mean, since the beginning of the year, the off season when they weren't even going to pick up his option, mm. it was the writing was on the wall that he was probably getting traded. He picked up his option. I know, but when they were thinking about it, mm. the, that them thinking about it as long as they did in the offseason, the writing was on the wall that he's one. He doesn't. He's not in our plans for whatever reason. We don't utilize the tight end position in the passing game as much, um, which is I don't get, but. Um, it's going to be his fifth year next year, and it's a nine million dollar cap hit. And then he's going to Dude. get paid the next. Hold on. Then the next year he's going to get paid top three tight end money. He'll be right behind probably Kittle and uh, Kelsey or yeah. Waller. Yeah. I never want to pay a tight end that type of money. So we're mm-hmm. only we would only have him next year anyways, unless you want to pay him fifteen million when you have Jameis and Amon Ra. So, well, like, first of all, the, the cap is not a real thing. Uh, it's just about real dollars I mean, that the owners are willing to pay. Like, look at what the Rams did. That's okay. you can't tell me the cap's fucking real. It, it is real, and they're they're they bite it. Yeah, they're, they'll bite it. It's real. You can manipulate it in certain way. The way you manipulate it is you just do. You just your owner pays out your. Your yeah, salary it's in a what bonus your owner's instead. willing to pay. It's not about like what you can or can't pay. You can yeah, figure it out. The cap is fucking crap. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, it's just about the fans, Lions not fucking fans, knowing how to win. I fans think. say the, the 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 that it's crap. It's blah blah blah. But I I will stick to the experts on TV that talk about the cap and say it's real. It, mm-hmm. it can be manipulated. It can kick the can, but it always will bite you. Um, so I'll I'll stick with them saying it's real, other than just fans' <laughs> hatred. Well, okay, well, um, I'll listen to the people but, that I listen so to that I guess, say it's crap. So this is so this is what it comes down to for me. Like is fucking everyone on the radio. It's a lost year this year at this point. So mm-hmm. next year. So now we want to lose the rest of our games, right? No. You, well, that's would not you rather have the first overall pick I don't or a later want to pick, lose. like you just said, with the fucking no. fourth round traded picks? I don't want to lose. It's a lost year, so in their eyes, they wanted to recoup mm. picks. I said I want to keep Brad up. Holmes came I out today and said that he would have done the trade if we were 6-1. and one. Yeah, but it also says something about Brock Wright and, and James Mitchell, that, that Brock maybe, Wright is maybe. plain solid. But my, my whole thing is, is would I love Hawkinson this year? Absolutely. Is it going to help us the rest of this year do anything? No. Would I love Hawkinson next year? Absolutely. But the following year, no, I don't want Hawkinson because I don't want to pay him fifteen million. I don't so give do a you shit want to? Do you want to? Do you want to try to hold on to Hawkinson one more year next year, where he's at a nine million dollar cap hit, and then you're going to lose him unless you trade him next year, anyways, or just lose him for <laughs> nothing? Because next year, I want to pay him. I want to pay Swift, and I want to see what happens when Jamison Williams come back because we're cutting Jared Goff after next year, and this year we're probably drafting a quarterback that's young that's not going to be ready to win next year. So the year after, we can go for it. Why would you want to pay a tight end top five money that hasn't got... Ah, it seemed to work pretty well for fucking Travis Kelsey. That hasn't got more than... Yeah, Kelsey's their only... Kelsey is their 1A and 1B mm-hmm. option. Yes. He's well, not. Jared Goff is our quarterback right now, and not good. Yeah, like, I he, understand he's not good. You know, if we get a quarterback next year... I thought you would be happy with the trade. And you get better position. I would have been happier if we would have got a second round pick and a third round pick and not give it away two fourths. 
Because, I mean, also, the history of the Lions' second-round picks in these last couple years has been pretty garbage. Then they can always use them to trade up. And, no, we're stuck. We're just stuck with this You're the regime. team that always wants to lose and have as many picks as possible, and then you're mad about <laughs> having the better picks. I'm tired of it, man. I don't know. It has <laughs> broken me. I am, like, I don't see a path forward under this regime that's going to work right now. You're the most angry fan I've, I've read on Twitter or heard in person. Yeah, I'm angry. <laughs> I am angry. And, uh, and you'd be the, you're the last one I would think that. Yeah, no one else really seems to. I, I get it. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's an absolutely terrible trade, but I think for. If you look at the money and what's going to happen the next two years, it absolutely makes sense. I don't know what we're doing. I don't get it. There's just, there, I don't care if it's Travis Kelsey. Why did we just fire Ob- Why did we just fire Aubrey Pleasant? Because we have the worst passing defense. So he apparently he was going a little rogue, is what um, I was reading in some Lions things. So one, our, one, our passing, our defensive backs, and our passing is the worst in the league. He's our defensive pass game coordinator, mm-hmm. so he aligns everything. The amount of missed and blown coverages I've seen and I'm not even the head coach who dissects it, and that's it is ridiculous, and they keep happening over and over, and what Campbell said was kind of the final straw is their whole goal against Waddle and Tyreek was to jam, throw off the speed at the start. They never jammed. I didn't know that well, then until... That's, doesn't that fall on Dan Campbell at some point? That's why he fired him. Yeah, but I mean, it falls on... If, I think if... I just would rather cut <laughs> off... I'd rather cut off the head of the snake than one of the fucking... Legs, you know, like why? Why? I think he just likes Aaron Glenn, like as a person. I, I mean, I, I don't think Aaron Glenn's out of the clear. He should probably be fired at the end of this year, at the way it keeps going. But I'm if, not ready. If, to if f- a coach is, if you have the worst back defensive backfield in the league mm. by far, it's not getting better. They're not communicating. Still, they're still blowing coverages. They're still not. And then what Dan Campbell said: Hey, we want our team to jam. And then you, as the guy was like corners back up, you're defined like. Why wouldn't you as a head coach fire him? Like, the guy just defied you. He's not doing what you told mm-hmm. him to do, and he's fucking up the team still. Like, you know, why? My question is, why isn't he doing what you told him to do? Which, I like, whatever. I, I don't know. I don't, like, I mean, I'm not ready to fire Dan Campbell yet. I mean, but I'll tell you what, if we don't win a game, like, going into Thanksgiving, which we're not going to win on Thanksgiving, like, then I'm done. I think I'm, we'll have a game. I mean, we play Green Bay. Green Bay, the Chicago. Giants, and Chicago. Yeah. Like, I think we, we could win them all. We could, but if we don't win any, I am done. So this that is, is the that is the marquee of where I am fucking done. We with actually Dan had the, a brutal start of the schedule more than our back end, besides the Buffalo mixed in, because we played some mm. like pretty damn good offenses with good defenses too. Right, like Green Bay. I, I'm not like our offense played damn good enough until the second half, which they didn't play as bad as many I don't people think realized. we adjust. They only had. Th- you know, I didn't realize this. We only had three offensive possessions in the second half, so we, I don't think we. If you look at it from that perspective, right. they didn't do as bad as they as it looks. It's just your defense is so bad. If your offense misses once, mm. you're screwed. But against How is Green our Bay, defense, like what? I don't know what Aaron Glenn is still doing here. Our defense is like the same as last year, more, except for except for we have Aiden Hutchinson and Rodrigo now, and it's our not defense the same is as last it's year. It's essentially the same. They use a stand-up guy more now, and they use more. Okay, well, it's same same position players essentially. You know the important parts. Um, I know we lost Tracy Walker. I mean, it's the same players, but it's, it's right. It's a and it it's got, a lot different it got, scheme than last year. It got year. like substantially worse. The, the blitz packages are still the it's, same. Did I wanted to? I was uh, I was gonna do a snippet the other day in the game and send it to you and be like, "This is what I've been telling you, Nick, that he has no creativity in his blitz 
and he blitzes almost more than anyone in the league, and we have still the worst pressure rate. And so blitzing the, is not how you play the league right now, I don't think. Well, it is if you get to them. Yeah, you've got to get to them with but four. But if you don't get to them, then you have to mix something else up mm-hmm. or dial up different blitzes. But he keeps doing, hey, we're going to blitz, put all our linemen, go like this, and put our two two uh, linebackers on each side of the center's head and rush them all. I'm like, the amount of times they did that, I mean, all year, mm-hmm. but like the center just goes like this and he stops two guys. Yeah, and You're you fucked. know, ultimately that falls on <laughs> Dan Campbell for letting Aaron Glenn keep doing that if he's not going to fire him, you know? This is about the time of the last year where he like took over the well, play calls for Anthony Lynn, right? He, so I know two, he's not a defensive person. Two weeks ago, he did. That's when he stepped into the defense, and they. that's when our defense has made some adjustments. Aiden's been lining up in different spots and standing up, and we've been using more defensive backs and only one linebacker. Mm-hmm. So, like, different schemes and packages. But... Um, But it, it, it comes down to wins. He he also can't also I mean, you can't you can't completely overtake a team because then you'll no coaches will ever come. Like I, like you had like what he's doing. Like he stepped up there. He fired the coach. You can do that, but it, you also can't be like, dude. Hey, I'm, I'm this fire 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 because then and then like I'm calling every like offense defense special teams and everything because then you're looked at as an egotistical like a mm-hmm. Bill Belichick and. No one really wants to work he's, with you. He's got to win. But, um, he's got to win some of these games because he's already got former Lions players coming showing up on Twitter. What's your over under now? Shit about over and under wins left that he's going to win. Just on this, on, the honestly, total. Jeremy, I would say he wins three more games. Yeah, I would say four. Yeah, four which total. is which is not acceptable. Like that's that's more than last year. And 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 I would not I would not be shocked if we don't win a single one. Like because that's year, what though. happens. Like. <laughs> It is more than last yeah. year, but by one half of a game more than last year. Like <laughs> that's ridiculous. I get it. I mean, I I said six though. So. That's that is that is insane. Like if JMO if JMO comes back and if J, if JMO doesn't look good and if JMO like is just like not like anything other than health. Like if he JMO's just not going to make a difference though. It's our defense. It, our offense mm. literally scored like on fire the first half. And our defense has given up points. Jamo better rate. fucking make a difference, or else why do we well, trade up okay. to get him? I mean, he'll make a difference, but like points value, you're still scoring can't, touchdowns you on those drives. Can't draft somebody at four, 14th overall to not make a difference. This is what I'm saying. Okay, chill out. <laughs> you get so heated sometimes. What I'm saying is make a difference. Is we score four or four drives, we score touchdowns. If Jamo mm-hmm. comes, we like we still score four touchdowns. He's not making a difference in the outcome of the score. Now, mm-hmm. how quickly we score might help, but that's also a bad thing for our defense. Like no, if JMO gets an 80-yard pass and goes right to the house, that's awesome for us. We'll go nuts. But then our defense sucks and is right back on the field. I'm not saying like it's a nice. bad thing. Scoring points is good. The faster you score them, the better. It, it just means we will have to put up even more offense. Obviously, the most important thing is scoring on every drive, but if you can score them fast on every drive, that's even better because that is going to wear out no, the other not. team's offense. That's not true at all. That is not true at all. Oh, so you you think it's better to waste time to score rather than scoring 100% of your drives as quick as you can? If you score every single drive in one play, that defense is, like, you're not wearing them out. They're never tired. But you're scoring it. You're wearing the other team's offense out because they never get a break. Well, either do you because they're still outscoring mm-hmm. your defense. So it's just back and forth. So that, that doesn't matter. That, I mean, th- nothing scoring matters. fast is important, but, it, I, I mean, I guess – you don't need to score Not, fast every time, but yes. you need to have you need to have our offensive line that is like one of the best in the league 
with with if we can just I mean we need we need someone other than Goff probably just but scoring fast like if we you, should draft whatever whatever the best you quarterback have to be coming out is in a deep ball. ball you have to be you able know? to score score quickly because that matters in two-minute situations, but you also have to be able to grind the ball and run a six-minute clock out to end the game, pick up, you know, run it two downs pass or whatever it is. But So that's the where I'm saying, mm-hmm. like, you can't just go fast, 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 everything. Like, you have to play fast, but you also have to play slow. But that slow, if you have a 13-minute drive, you have a couple of those games, that defense is tanked. They're gassed. Right, and this is, what I, this is one of the reasons why I didn't like this Hawkinson trade because I – Pretty sure because of our start this year, I know not all of it's on golf, or like most of it's not on golf. It's all on our defense mostly. Hawkinson also hasn't done shit this year. Well, Hawkinson had like a a, a, a game breaking game where we didn't even win. Yeah, take I away, get it. take I get away it. that one game, and he has like no yards. Right, but I un, but like I just wanted to. I really wanted to see what it was going to be like with a healthy Swift, with a healthy Hawk, with a healthy Amon Ra, and a healthy Jameson. Because I don't think you have a better. A, yes, a better set of all skill positions in the league. They don't that. use him though, right? But they would use him more. Why do you that? Just because they have another player coming doesn't mean they would all of a sudden use Hawkinson for whatever reason. I mean, he doesn't even they look should. at him. Well, year. then I mean that's why I'm losing faith in Dan Campbell. But um, like that, Dan, that has nothing to do with Dan Campbell. Or then whatever. Everything has to do with Dan Campbell. It's his decision. Why would Jared ultimately. Goff deciding when he he doesn't tell Jared Goff mid play, hey, throw it to Hawkinson or yeah. don't throw it to him? Okay. Well, he. I mean, I I saw him throw it to Hawkinson enough, and I think if it would evenly spread out with one other receiver that is like a game breaking receiver, and and I'm not talking about with Jared Goff because we've already lost this season, right? It's pretty clear we're drafting a quarterback even with with one of our two first round picks, right? Yeah. I want that rookie to be able to prosper and learn with some of the best skill positions in the league with Swift and Hawk and Amon Ra and JMO and whatever else we get, you know, like that is, that is, that, that combination would have been the best in the league. I, I'm a hundred percent with you. That is an absolutely stupid lineup. The athleticism, it, it's great on paper and what could be, mm-hmm. but it's different of what we think could happen with that lineup and how they actually used yes. the team. So now let's use these two second overall, second like round Brock, pick, right. and second over, second round pick, and third round pick to draft a Levi Onsariki and an Ali McNeil again. And Ali McNeil's not been as bad. He's not. It sounds bad because against the run we suck, but he's not been as bad against the run. It's just I had a lot of hope for him on this untapped rush mm. potential that we were hearing about all offseason that hasn't shown up only in spurts when he has like a, a bull rush out of nowhere but then he's like tanked for like 10 plays but yeah levy's terrible but i, I don't know whole, how i don't know how second, you're not more frustrated like I've, I've been watching since i've started watching football in uh 2000 right 2001 I've seen three playoff appearances by this team. I am frustrated. But, but, so I actually think this is a good trade. And I love Hawkinson. You got a guy out of three years has been on injured reserve to end the year twice. The mm-hmm. other year he made the play the Pro Bowl. This year I had a lot of expectations, just like you were saying, but they weren't using him the way that me and you think they should or would want them to. Mm-hmm. So in our head, his value is up here. But his val- you, again, you take away the one game, he's gone. So out of four years, he's really only had one good year. We're about to pay him nine years in the last year of a deal, and I'm not paying any tight end fifteen million. I with, guess you believe in the cap. We have that. I don't like to. I'm not a for tanking at all, but I also think this has something to do with uh, the improved Brock. Brock Wright's a better. TJ's a solid tackler or a um, block solid blocker. 
he's regressed a little bit this year for whatever reason. He's whiffed a lot more than I remember him ever doing. But Brock Wright is very good, way better than him mm-hmm. already. Nowhere near the athleticism. But James Mitchell coming back, I feel like this has something to do. They're seeing something with those two that are combined making a million, and you can get for a guy that's not played in four years. You got you moved up to. Well, we, around we better two. fucking spend some money because we're gonna have. Now, like, if they don't have, hit them, it's bad. We're gonna be top three in cap space, and we got what did we get last year? DJ Chark. That's that's about it. In free agency, we just tried to run this back with that. Like I'm getting, I'm 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 losing my fucking patience, and it's not just Wait, because free of free agent. Yeah, free agent. What we get? DJ Chark. Pretty much that. That's that was our biggest free agent, right? Um. Can you even name another? We got. I think we got a safety from the Ravens that like only played I mean, because I guess of injury. I would who say, hasn't yeah. been good because he's our 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 fucking secondary is terrible. Deshaun Elliott. Um. Yeah, hasn't been good, but. I mean, Chark hasn't done anything at this point either, or. Um, Mike, um, Mike Harris, the slot nickel corner, yeah. and then the, um, the year previous we got. But they, they, so this year though they didn't. Uh, you, look at the deals they did, Nick, from a different perspective than a fan. Look, take away your anger and this and that, and what they did this year is basically what the Red Wings are have done last year and this year sign people to one and two years so you have a shit ton of cap when you think you're ready and you and they yeah it, or it doesn't work like hockey i understand ho- hockey that. is so but much what, different than football. what i'm saying is th- just because they didn't spend i mean they actually were for the money they spent they weren't like they didn't spend any money they spent money because we don't barely we don't have money though we have we have like a million dollars in cap space. jeremy the cap is not real you can make money on the cap easily it's been proven. <laughs> okay. The Rams buy their players, and yeah. they bought them all, and they bought a Super Bowl. And that's why, like the Rams, yeah, you could do that in one year. We can't. We don't have a team to do that in one year. If you have a team that gets to that point, then you can spend that way. But it'll fuck you. It'll screw you. That's why teams become relevant and not for a while. And the teams that don't consistently go over the cap and the red line and the tax hold, like the Pittsburgh Steelers, are a consistently good franchise. Yeah, well, um, every other franchise in this league about that to, has been the bottom feeders has found water at some point and won a actually, playoff game. They're at doing NFL meetings right now uh, this week about the the cap, um, making it. I know there's like a hard cap already or whatever, but like a hard hard cap because three of the Rams, like you mentioned, keep going over. And what they're doing is their owner is just showing out from his pocket tax dollars, kind of similar to what basketball does. Mm-hmm. But again. Rams owner doesn't have as many entities as Ford, so for them no, to just fucking, shell things out. I don't out, give a shit. Yeah, you don't because you I get, don't give a shit the about team. these fucking billionaires. <laughs> they can pay for a winning team if they want a winning team. Yeah, people. If people are gonna keep supporting him, then like whatever. Like good. They also good for fucking Sheila Ford. Businesses though. Good for them. They you don't have any fucking. They can't businesses. Put just one thing. That's their parents' the business. She has nothing to do with Ford. Like <laughs> like for for Ford cars, she has nothing to do with it. It is just the Lions. What? She has nothing to do with Ford. She doesn't make the decisions for Ford. She oversees a lot more than just she the is Lions. A, she is a child of rich people. That what does is that have this to do with anything, parent. though? Okay, well, what, do you think... Or, so you think she has really big say in fucking Ford Motor Company? Because that's fucking crazy to me. I didn't say big say. She has a say in a lot of companies. Though. She has ownership in a lot of shit. She's not just one 
entity. She's not just Well, she all doesn't basketball. give a shit about the Lions then if she has She's only been an owner for a year if, and a two, if, two years. If she likes everything else more than I don't fucking you know, then we're fucked. We're fucked. And we have been fucked. And maybe that's the fucking right way to, to think about it. It is. The thing that I don't even like to talk about is sell the team. Like maybe that maybe we are fucked until that happens. And which will never happen. They basically did two years ago. They didn't sell anything. They changed ownership. To, yeah. a, to someone in the family, a daughter of Martha Firestone Ford. That actually, yeah, but okay. So you, just because it's the family name, though, like it, they're nothing alike. William Clay Ford. Well, yeah, never, uh, Sheila has eyes, and Martha was okay, hiding behind those glasses. William Clay Ford, like, didn't give a shit about the Lions. He just owned them for money. Ford was his baby. Then uh, who was the the lat the the mom that came in? Martha Firestone. Martha. She was just in there because her husband died. And she didn't know what to do. Sheila actually wants to do good and wants to flip the thing. Like to say she's done nothing is stupid because then you don't actually you don't know anything about this team. I don't think that anyone wants to lose. It just if yeah. you're gonna say that the, she's, she's not gonna shell so out much. money because she could like the Rams owner, but she has other business entitlements. This fucking billionaire that would rather put money into then fucking don't own a team. Get out of here. What? You you what? have. You, you will make so much goddamn money if this team wins, and you can buy whatever the fuck you want, like, for our players. Your hatred and it's gonna for be billionaires nothing. is just um, almost obnoxious. It just blinds you. Your defense you. against them is obnoxious to me. No, you're acting like just because they're billionaires, they can just literally just go buy 100 people. Yes, they can. They can literally go buy 100 people. Then how come every year not every team does that? Because they're fucking dumb billionaires, and and, and, and a lot of teams, a lot of teams, a lot of teams do try to, like a lot of teams are like not gonna have, like I don't remember the, what's the last big free agent signing we had, like like where it was like it was like league breaking. Who was the guy we should sign up? Who's who was the coach that we had um, at the door at like two a.m.? Was that Caldwell? We ha- I don't know. That's that's not a player. But if you want to talk about coaches, Caldwell showed up at a player's door at three in the morning mm-hmm. to sign him. Like Tolik? I don't know who it was. That's a- oh, was it Vandenbosch? It might have been. That was Schwartz. But or Schwartz, that coach. So Kyle Vandenbosch. <laughs> I mean, you said like name breaking. We have yeah, we haven't had a yeah. We don't um, we don't tr- we don't sign free agents. We don't make uh, we don't make big blockbuster trades that- unless we're trading away our assets. <laughs> I mean, I, I. You're just an you're an alliance apologist to your core, man. I'm it's not. Fucking, an, it's fucking gross. Sometimes I'm not an alliance apologist, but why would a free agent sign with us? Money until we're good. Money. That's why. That's the only reason why. And we can overpay them. How much money did so we have we better, last year in free agency? I'm telling you, the cap is not real. Okay, but okay. So then we can't have that conversation. Okay, if all right, you just fine. Think they literally can then, just then, spend any then, amount of dollars. Then let's table this conversation for next year when we can cut Jared Goff in the offseason. We saved money on T.J. Hawkinson. We're gonna have a top three number of cap space. Let's see if we sign a fucking big free agent. So every year, Nick, when there's free agency and they put it up on NFL Live, the cap space for people mm-hmm. and the signings, and then they show the cap space yep. go down. Once it gets towards that red, that team never makes any more signings. Why? If it's not the real. Rams do, they just proved it. Rams have the Bucks have you know teams that think they're ready to win right now do, but I'm just don't think at the Lions just in the last uh, 20 years I've been watching it they've just never thought they've been there, like because we were there in 2014 
Like, I guess we, this is, we, you you you've named you keep naming one team over and over and over as the only team that spends money, and you keep saying the Rams, and you keep saying the Lions yeah. are the only team that never spend money. But I can name. I'm not saying the Lions are the only teams, teams that are never spend money. I'm saying that there's only I, like four teams. I'm that saying it's spend it's money. proven that's where the 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 fucking the Saints just did this with. That's why they gave Taysom Hill that contract, you know, so they could clear a bunch of space to sign other people, you know, like it's not it's not hasn't I, worked for them. It hasn't worked for them, but. <laughs> they don't the saints don't have what we have or have like haven't had what we had i don't the jeremy the lions just didn't they didn't spend any money we don't have the most cap space i doubt we're, i just have a feeling we're not going to spend any money i mean and if we don't when are you when are you going to admit to it like there was no one in free agency last year so i look at players in free agency mm-hmm. way more than you do i guess we'll, we'll mm-hmm. start with that point um okay. but like so there was last no one year, in free there was agency. the safe, there was a safety from the saints that we should have got um, wasn't that was a trade? Callaway, Callaway, something, right? Yeah, no, no, got, no, it wasn't a trade. It was a free agent. Sorry. I thought he ended up getting traded to Baltimore. He didn't, or wherever. He went to Baltimore, but he didn't get traded. He got signed. Because I look at free agency so much more than you. Okay, <laughs> so um, fine. One um, a guy went to Baltimore over us. That's what I would do too. But there's there's no one out there. Even this year coming up, there's not a whole lot of people that I, I'm intrigued with, like Bradley Chubb. There's a lot of them that are good. Mm-hmm. They don't fit in our timeline. I don't want to sign big money to a thirty what year old. What is a timeline in the NFL when you can go from worst to first? Like it happens almost every single year. I don't want to no sign fucking a timeline. Thirty year old is what I said. You're talking about basketball timelines, like that we did with like the Pistons. They would like that one year they got a uh, fucking. Villanueva, no, Char- Charlie V and uh, Ben Gordon. Right? I want to sign someone in their twenties. Like, it That's doesn't not... make sense in the Pistons, but it it makes sense with the fucking NFL because people go from first worst to first every single year, unless you're the Lions. <laughs> I mean, not every single team has gone from first to worst. I honestly kind of want to make that. I would I would bet that there is probably only five teams that haven't. I mean, not even teams in the la- won the Super Bowl. In, so in, in, can't in, be in, true. In the last twenty years, what? No, game. I'm talking about in their division. Oh, okay. Well, fine. But that, I, I just, what do you <laughs> want me to say? Like, Lions suck. Like, oh, it was I a want bad you to train. say that they are doing something wrong intrinsically that can't be fixed with, without a completely different mindset. And then this ownership, regardless of the ownership, because that can't be argued because that's, they're not getting rid of it. But this regime currently might be fucking doing something completely terribly wrong. This regime is we lost we lost more for games. 2 years. And they have 4 wins, Jeremy. Two that years. is ridiculous. On a 17 game schedule. Not two full seasons, not two and a half. Two ye- like Sheila took over halfway through the year. She's a com- completely new voice of ownership. So there's there's a voice completely stripped. When will you break though? She can so what you what you wanted is what she did. She went against the norm of how her parents and everything else. She mm. asked for advice from a third party firm to narrow people yeah. down. She asked advice from um, the NFL themselves and other coaches in the in Sean Payton. So she got advice, something her parents never did. They just went with whoever they wanted yeah. to. And I don't I don't so I don't disagree with any of that. She's doing different things. You're just mm. attached to the name Ford. Like if I mean, her actually is Hamp, anyways. <laughs> but I know it's still the same. I, I, but. I'm not. Even, I'm not even that mad at Sheila. I'm just like. But, I, I'm more mad at Sheila. Like, actually, I, that's not why I'm mad at Sheila. I'm mad at Sheila because she is letting this go on and seemingly okay with keeping Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes, even though they haven't. They've produced four wins. I guess like that's like, that's fucking crazy to me. Sports is. Uh, I mean, 
almost every sport you have, there's, there's, I, I mean, there's a, there's a process. There's like a mm. three year build with a new, a new GM and their people mm. to get them in. There's three years is usually in, in sports world, what mm. they want to give you. We're in two years. I like the path. Do they have to prove a lot more? Hell yeah, because it's not showing right now. Damn, the Giants have a worse quarterback than us, and they're um, uh, like, what, five and two? The, um, uh, <laughs> we're the, a bad the Atlanta team. Falcons have made, prob- prob- probably a worse quarterback than us. Got a new head coach. Both these teams got new head coaches mm-hmm. and are just immediately better. Like it is, I just feel like there is something. Their there's- defense is better. Yep. Would you not agree? Every single one of those has dynamite defenses. Oh, I, ours. I agree, but this our is, offense would this sweep is, them. Though that is one year. That is this is this year, the first year of these head coaching and GM combinations. Right? Yeah. Ours is two years, and our defense has gotten significantly worse than last year. Like, well, we were on. weren't last year. We have. I think we have the record for worst. I thought we beat that last year. We're about to beat it again. Our own record. Yeah, and that's a problem. That's what? a problem. I know it is. <laughs> and what do they do? They fired the, the defensive coordinator. Or no, they, the, the passing defensive passing game corner and corners coach. Yeah, going, like there's the little things they're coach. doing. I'm not like. I guess I feel like you sit there and act like I'm just like happy with this season how it's turned out. Every single week mm-hmm. on this, I've been mad, saying what's wrong, what they're doing wrong, what they're not doing, what I'm they refuse like, to do. I guess what I'm wondering is when are you going to start? When are you going to start calling for heads? I mean, like what head? I already said this. The regime, the, the general manager, Dan Campbell. You, you can listen to like the last three podcasts. I've been calling for Aaron Glenn's head for a long time. Yes, but I, I guess like yeah, I've been calling for it too. But also, I believe in three years as a GM and coach. So I, mm. I, I like I said last week though. But three years, anything goes. I said if they don't win another game this year, mm. then yes, let's say I'd they win. Fire let's him. say they win one more. I also said okay if they win. What's your line of where said, you would fire him? I said if they if he loses the team, mm. and we don't win another game. He's about to the lose moment, the team. Even if, we, even if we win two more games and he loses the team, fire him. We could win five more Ooh, games this year. Oh, wins two more games. <laughs> I'm, I'm just... That's <laughs> like, bullshit that you do that, Nick. Sorry. That's fucking annoying. It's, it's funny to me, and I feel, I feel insane. But you say I feel set insane. a limit on when you're firing a coach, and I say if he only wins two games mm. this year, which is bad, but doesn't fire lose him the team, and you you're sit gonna, there and you're gonna You're going to keep him if he wins two games, but doesn't lose the team, you're going to keep him? No, it's not necessarily what I said. Well, you said I said if he, I I'm just saying got, if that I took, at I took any moment wrong. he loses the team. Let's say he keeps the team the entire way, but only wins two games this year. You're keeping him. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Why? Because then we fire a coach and just start right over at the same position. Yeah. Why would because no. we're drafting a new quarterback with a regime that like all right, let's say like you know we're drafting a new quarterback. I guess with, do you not see his vision? I don't really see what's. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. They look, um, they look way more tougher. Yeah, I they mean, look. You think no they, one else can do that? They try. They they fight to the end, even with their losing attitude. They're fighting for their coach, which is a good. That's why I'm saying lose the team. Right. Their offense has significantly improved. They built a dynamite offensive line, and he's gone. He hired a great offensive line coach, which is, according to at least our players, which is completely 100 percent biased, right. the best in the NFL. But our offensive line is great. Like, he's built great foundations. Now, what we haven't done is done anything with our defense. We only picked Akuda, and then we picked Aiden, and then... They didn't even pick Akuda. On, on, well, I'm saying, in the last few years, that our was whole up. defense, that was a Quinn though... Pick. I'm just saying, our whole defense hasn't had any blood the last few years in the draft besides Akuda, Aiden... 
Rodrigo. And um, I guess we could count him as – I'm talking like third round and up basically, but uh, the two tackles. So those are the only investments in the last few years, and Akuda hasn't been around because of injuries. And then another dude hasn't been around because of injuries. So, like, you have no investment. So if, if he – how he kind of built up that, that offense off the line out, and he does that with defense – then I'm very happy because our offense right now is one of the very best in the league without all of our team healthy the last, most of the mm. year. And right, so that's a huge progress. Also, I do think you're forgetting. This, there's little things. I think, but. I think you're forgetting about Dan Campbell's original hire of Aaron Glenn in the first, what, like uh, uh, 10 games of the he year. He did no head coaching not, job now. Not, not, <laughs> not winning a single game. Like Aaron Glenn was his first choice. It wasn't Ben Johnson. It was only when he took over, you know, like that – does Dan Campbell not get any fault for Aaron Glenn? Yeah, or not? Is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for Anthony Lynn. That's what I meant. Like like last year, like our offense was pitiful. Oh, and, oh, you're oh offensive. Yeah, coach. I'm sorry. Anthony Lynn is what I meant. Yeah, to say. I mean he signed a bad guy and then he right. fixed it. I just like I feel like people are putting Dan Campbell up with this like pariah status where like he is like. I don't like, think he's no like, god. I don't like, think he's perfect at right. all. Like you think, like you don't I fault him all every week on this. I say what he does wrong. Right, but you you do say that you like that the players fight for him as if that's not a thing another coach can do. Like easily, every every play like Caldwell yeah, had that. Sh- Schwartz had that. The only one that we we're just I, th- I feel Schwartz like didn't have that. Schwartz fucking had that fire. Uh, he had the fire, but the team didn't have it. I feel like they did what I saw, but I mean, I, I was wasn't watching it as close. Caldwell, they did. Yeah, in. I I mean we, I never like Caldwell. Re- retrospect. I I wanted them to fire Caldwell too. It's, it's not <laughs> just that the team fights him. Like I, I just labeled a whole a whole other shit ton of stuff for you out there, and not just that they fight for him. It's not just that like like no, and I don't think any coach can can just consist can lose a bunch of games with our history and and that and they will they give up easy. Players give up very easy. But yeah, it's fucking Taylor Decker just said it's fresh hurting and felt defeated after last game. Like I feel like we're on the verge yeah. of losing this team, and because that happens without winning. Absolutely. Beer number three, politics. Well, I guess that was our entertainment segment. <laughs> yeah, you got to watch me and Nick yell. Things I'm just dick sucking them nonstop. I literally critique them all the time. <laughs> But we have to move on because there is a lot to talk about in the political world. There's nothing to talk about anyways in entertainment besides I finished Blacklist. And I'm pretty sure they're making another season. (laughs) (laughs) Now I thought it was about to be done. Yeah, I took a break, but I did watch some other things. But we'll get to that in a future week. Um, All right. Well, on to politics, Jerry. Where do you want to start with this crazy week of politics? What happened this week? Well, do you want to talk about Twitter? Do you want to talk about the midterms? Do you want to talk about Nancy Pelosi's husband being beaten with a hammer? Twitter, because I thought, I thought Elon wasn't going to buy it. Now he did buy it? He did buy it. Like, I thought he pulled out like a, a week or two ago of the deal or whatever. He um. So Elon Musk tried to pull out, but legally he couldn't because Twitter was about to sue him because he made like all these arrangements. And uh, so Elon Musk is, is now in charge of Twitter. He just and put the Thor's hammer down and said, Boy, Fuck y'all. are there some fucking dumb things about to start happening right now. I am. On Twitter? Pr- on Twitter, in the world. I think all, I think literally everything that we're going to talk about here ties together in terms of everything is going to shit in these next seven days. So I, yeah, I saw your tweet about seven days. I was like, what the fuck is seven days? So I typed in seven days on Google and a movie came up. I was like, oh, <laughs> it's not, I thought that was going to be like, I thought all of a sudden it was like Putin said in seven days, the world ends or something like it was like breaking. <laughs> I missed it. But the only thing I heard about the Twitter was 
um, that he's making them work 86 hours already. That is a thing, yeah. And then it, he's, he's going to fire a bunch of people. He's going to start making to get a blue or the blue dot thing twenty five dollars mm-hmm. a month. I didn't know you paid right now for it. I thought it was just. Oh, you don't pay. It's just a verified thing to like verify you as a real person. But now, and he lowered it down to eight eight dollars a month because Stephen King tweeted at him saying this is bullshit because he originally wanted it at twenty dollars a month. That's what. Yeah, I thought it was like twenty four ninety nine or something. <laughs> so now, if you want a blue check on Twitter, I thought it was just sending a lot of tweets and getting a lot of likes or followers. That's why I thought you got it. No, you get it by being like a prominent person. You know, like so, like so, like. Well, I know every famous guy, yeah, but that's. So like, the lines of they so have like followers. you can be Ian Rappaport, right? And like you have a blue check mark, so you know you're not like getting lied to about uh, certain oh. things that are happening. But now, if you spend eight dollars a month, you can do that. So you can have like two Stephen A's, and then like have um, yeah, a. They'll, like, they'll have a blue check I mark. like butt or whatever he <laughs> said the other day on on. It. Like people on Twitter are testing because it. Elon Musk is like a free free tr- or I'm sorry, a free speech warrior. That's- and but like he he also thinks that this is free speech by people spending money and this is not class warfare like <laughs> so I always thought he was I know uh, maybe but he's a billionaire I don't know a lot about Elon like to be honest but like I thought he was a, a lot about like saying like like there's too much wealth with billionaires they need to like share more blah 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 or whatever like. And then he's going to take over Twitter and start charging people. <laughs> That's like against everything I thought like you were. I thought you always was against like, cause I know he's rich as hell, but I, like, no, I, I don't, I don't, I think I the think money he's... he gets away is really nothing, even though it's a lot. But like, I always thought he was saying like more yeah. people need to like give most billionaires give away a bunch of money so they don't have to yeah, pay that right in taxes. Else, yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's all, it's all scam. dark sided fucking scam shit. You know, and, and now, it's usually to their own corporations, so they funnel it back to them. <laughs> so now we're about to have a bunch of, uh, and this is probably happening in the next, like, I, I, I think, I think all this happens in the next two weeks, like where everyone's going to lose their blue check mark unless you pay for it. So there's going to be either a big exodus of Twitter or a big influx of people at first who are just like it could be me getting a blue check mark and tweeting and change. I could just change my name on there, you know, because it's free speech, right? You can do whatever the fuck you want, which is what. Elon believes as long as you're not like actively saying go kill this person like this way like <laughs> yeah I mean I think everyone believes in free speech to a point unless it's like like yeah like what you just said or mm-hmm. like things like Trump puts out there or Kai, Kanye and then people right. go to but bridges the, I, and... I, yeah so I think the I think that it, that's where the problem is is like they don't understand the incre- it, in, in intricate process of all this shit and how dangerous it is to have someone like Donald Trump, who is going to be back on Twitter within two weeks, I think. I, I'm back, I thought. I thought I saw someone come along. Yeah, because you don't know what the fuck's going on anymore because there's no regulations right now on Twitter. I thought he, I thought I just said, I'm back. Yeah, on a fake account. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cause, because no one, because Twitter's unregulated right now, which is like, maybe Twitter's... Oh, so that's why their Twitter's not taking down the whole um, offset rapper shooter. Like his dead body laying there. Oh yeah, uh, takedown. <clears throat> yeah, or takedown. Take off. Take off. People from, are from Migos. Um, people are trying to get that takedown. Mm-hmm. Not trying to play on that, but the video taken down. Um, but like, yeah, I guess if it's not regulated, that's why it's not just circulating out there. Yep, yep, yep. Things are getting weird, <clears throat> and Twitter's like, maybe Twitter probably shouldn't be super important into our um like you know normal day political climate whatever, but it is. Like, it is truly where I get all of my news from the sports world. Like, I'm sure you do. 
Like at least all my imme- all, all like your We're not all all your immediate like first reactions, right? Um, and like um, I, yeah, a lot of it, most of it, I'd say seventy five percent. Right. That bleach which is, reporter. Which is which is which even if it was only twenty five percent, that's still a lot. Yeah, that you know? bleach reporter was just watching. So get ready, TV get live. ready, get ready for just like scams until they figure this out. But this is a, Elon's first plan, and uh, Donald Trump's gonna be back because that's one of the things that he said he's buying Twitter for, and um. Uh, this is all coinciding with the Wait, midterms. Elon's buying, part of the reason he's buying Twitter is for Donald Trump? Yes. What the fuck? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Not like for him, but like for, like he, free, th- he, for he thinks it was wrong of Twitter to remove him. Like, Did he not see what happened to the Capitol? <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. That's like one of the crazy things. And this is all coinciding with the midterms, which are next Tuesday, which there are a record number of election deniers running for political office. And regardless of how many win or lose, they're going to deny it, right? And then Donald Trump's going to be back on Twitter. And then you're going to have a bunch of people that you don't know what the fuck they're saying. And then, it, it to me, it feels a lot like what it felt like right before January 6th, like late late, late December 2020, before people, before like the people rioted in the Capitol, you know? <laughs> it's it's uh, so I'm saying enjoy this week because it's going to get politically annoying again. Well, it's There's hard. probably going to be protests or like a bunch of right-wing protests if they don't win. Like if they don't win uh, their the House back or the Senate back, they're, if, if, especially if people start saying like this election was rigged, we had to do a recount. There's going to be shit like that because also what just happened in the last week, Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, third in line to the presidency. Um, b- Husband just b- got like beat up with a hammer or something husband just got beat up with a hammer by someone who is posting a bunch of right-wing QAnon shit online saying and then who just Wait, the person who, that did it is on the internet like trolling yeah supposedly yeah or or at least admit it to the police and said that his plan was to find nancy pelosi tie her up and if she lied to him he would break her knees so that she had to be wheeled into congress with break her knees with a hammer so she wheeled into congress like to prove a point which is that QAnon's like blacklist to me, like whoever those. It's like the the criminal enterprise, the underworld, like type of shit. Dude, I only the, the thing is like it's even scarier than that because I don't think it has a a purpose anymore. I think it's well, just it's also it's just ran out of control and it's just it's just conspiracy theories that people believe. Wait, or well, you wait? Uh, rephrase that. I didn't hear what you said. I don't think it's like like the blacklist people like right. Like, oh, I thought you said I don't, I don't think he got attacked. It's just like a. No, no, no. It was like a ploy to get I'm, like votes or something. I'm saying I don't think QAnon has a purpose. I, I think it's dark. I think I think it's just like manifesting itself in a way. Like Isn't it's just QAnon. Just um, I could be way off base by this, but I thought mm-hmm. it was just basically like a, a a dark web hacking system to like throw out who's corrupt. <laughs> no, and just like start <laughs> drama and shit. It's like basically a, a a theory that somebody on Q posts on Reddit saying that Donald Trump is the secret savior, JFK is still alive. Like it's, think, it's just it's the a, other thing. It's that a I'm giant conspiracy of. theory that has branched anonymous. Out. Oh, oh yeah, just Maybe yeah, I'm just anonymous. anonymous. That's yeah, that's like more of a we're gonna expose so the corrupt and rich. For, so the difference between anonymous and QAnon and Q, QAnon is kind of like Trump backed. Correct. Okay. I was getting those, but it's not. But no, no, it's it's a lot more than that. Anonymous like claims to be this own organization that a bunch of computer hackers that are exposing the evils in the world. Yeah, that's QAnon is like Donald Trump is a pariah sent here. I I don't even know if I'm saying pariah right, but um, is is Donald Trump is here 
to save us while he is secretly still in power right now. It's just a weird conspiracy Dude, Kanye theory. thinks he is. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, but like literally they believe Donald Trump is still in power. JFK Jr. is still alive. I heard that the other day. <laughs> Um, <laughs> like they think they really have a bunch of weird, weird shit on the hey People babe get killed podcast. For it. Sal or no, 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 I didn't hear that on the hey babe. I heard that on, um, oh, what was um, oh my god, Theo Vaughn's um podcast. Mm-hmm. He had someone on it that I, I, I don't know who he is, but he's like underground famous maybe as far as like being a writer and a publisher or something like that. But he he basically just like like as a 17 year old just left home and started like hitchhiking and writing stories about hitchhikers and then went to new orleans and started doing like stories on the eight which is a street down there or whatever and it's just like people's craziest stories that are out there partying like yeah they're nuts like whatever but like he became like famous somehow or whatever writing or whatever he does something he did on mtv or netflix but he was saying he brought up that like people legit out there think like they, they saw him the other day um, like at, there was like a, a, I guess a reunion in Dallas or something mm. not too long ago. And like people showed up there thinking he was going to be there right. and like, like was waiting for him and like all this shit. And I was like, wait, what the hell? But he was saying the same a line along those lines. He was talking about the media, how politics season right now, mm. like they will, he was saying it's about to get really annoying because both sides left and right will f- throw things out there to make you all of a sudden care about a certain issue that you didn't care about the last like two years. And now they're going to make you like become extreme about it. And like, yeah, you brought up a bunch of examples and stuff like that, like social issues and stuff like that, that like, they'll just make it like just to big, get people to fight and like twist and turn each other's because thoughts. for like, the media fighting is what drives <clears throat> ratings. Like, yeah. Like I've never watched, I've never watched more fucking CNN than, uh, in 2020 when uh, the George Floyd protests were going on, you know, like, or, or when Donald Trump, I had never watched the news like that before Donald Trump got elected because Donald Trump was the originator of this, like not the originator, but like the real catalyst to make this go fucking real nationwide and really separate all of us. Like, actually, I'm going to send you a podcast that I listened to today um, by this American life, one of the most notable podcasts. And it's, talking about this divide in like two different scenarios but not about like what's happening but like but how it's affecting the children like they actually have to like because it's about school shootings and it's about like uh trans rights in school so it's like showing how more screwed up how it's fact they are like (laughs) i don't ever remember my parents talking about political like their my parents Mm -hmm. for the longest time didn't even know each other's political beliefs it was just something meant to be private Mm -hmm. on your own don't talk about it because it starts arguments I never knew anything about my parents' political beliefs until about, honestly, until about five years ago. Yeah. I still don't know my mom's. Like, I've known my dad's. Like, I, I have enough theory of my mom's now terrible I feel like political it's like, beliefs. Oh, kid, <laughs> fuck Trump or fuck Biden. Like, instantly yeah. out of Let's the womb. Let's go, Brandon, like, or what are you like doing? Paint them in red or paint. Like, their first their first stuffed animal is a, a donkey or an elephant. Is that the right ones? Yep. Sweet. I got the. Hey, I'm smart. <laughs> I'm getting it now. Um, Which yeah. one's which? Oh, shit. Um, let me... Republican is an elephant. That's correct. Because of Publix. I don't know why. Me neither. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why the Democrats would pick an ass. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why are you an ass of yourself? <laughs> I don't know. It's but... like an easy joke <laughs> all the time, forever. <laughs> hey, we want a new animal, an ostrich or something. <laughs> but, yeah, it's all... it all like, And, again, it all seems... Like, I know 
everyone was going to stand on your soapboxes and say whatever you think's the right way to like fix this and help the divide. I don't think I don't think it's possible. <laughs> I think this is all really a product of not even the media. I think it's just a product of capitalism mixed with social media, like and these these echo chambers that well, form. Everyone's um a, like a, a finger warrior, whatever they call mm-hmm. it. Like everyone's everyone's um and Elon Musk is gonna make it worse. Everyone, He's gonna make it a lot yeah. worse with him. Ha- like we need to stop. Tw- like what I think the government should do is try to figure out a way to not let him do this. Well, I, I mean, social media in general is just like probably the downfall of of like mm. technology i mean there's a lot yeah. of bad technology out there but social media is in so many different like way like even it's like terrible for me growing up i was never inside my home like mm-hmm. out of school unless it was like to eat or to do homework other than that outside playing make like a tree as a gi joe like making games up playing sports mm-hmm. running with the neighbors around I don't see kids ever outside besides your neighbors. Like I don't yeah. see kids outside ever anymore. They're always on, they're online. Every you go into a restaurant, everyone's just face down on a phone. Yep. Which we should bring back phone stack um, as much as possible. Yeah, I, I haven't looked but, at my phone once during this podcast. Actually, that's I oh, never ex- except for to look something up. I but. mean, like parties. I I like generally per- put my phone away mm-hmm. and not look at it, and I get really annoyed. Because I won't have a phone at a party, and some like I'll go into a kitchen, and everyone's just face down in their phone. I'm like, come on, what the hell? Like, talk to each other. But like, no, everyone has. Everyone thinks now their opinion matters, and their opinion is right. And mm-hmm. they, what they say, like everyone is just. They don't have like that social interaction anymore. I feel like you can't even go to a grocery yeah. store without I seeing mean, someone get mad for the dumbest thing. Everyone's always, always thought their opinion mattered, right? Like, right. like. And and everyone's opinion does matter, yeah. but like now everyone has it's a, true. Like like your opinion's the right. absolute truth now. You can't. It's really 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 hard. You have to like you have to like train yourself to compromise. Right. You know, like I've I've you know I, and I I struggle with this because you know like clearly like you, you've said the I'm the, 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 the Wagella <laughs> brothers like always want to win an argument and we do because we do have strong opinions and. A lot of them, like a lot. I mean, a lot of my opinions are research, but I, I do, I do listen to other things. Like, and I, like, you know, I'm, but I'm just not gonna back down on the things that I feel like I know better. But if it's something I don't know better, like I'm gonna listen and form my own opinions based on that. You know, like I'm listening to you talk about um, Aubrey Pleasant today, right? And uh, I didn't know that um, Aubrey Pleasant was. I thought he was just a secondary coach. I didn't know he was in charge of the scheme. You know? Yeah. He, and he's our whole pass that makes defense it, scheme. That makes it more, um, uh, more like, uh, okay, I understand why they fired him now. I thought he yeah. was just, a, I thought he was just a scapegoat. I mean, I think they should fire every defensive coach. <laughs> right, right, but, right. Uh, like little small things yeah. like that. Some people are impervious to thinking about. You know, even if you're hard headed and you feel like you're knowledgeable. You know, like there's some things people don't know. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, there's a lot. There's, I, I don't know everything mm. about anything. There's nothing I know everything about besides my, I mean, not even myself, but <laughs> like, there, I mean, there's just, um, Ooh, what's this? Is that a there's, butthole? there's always things you, you learn. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's, that, that's why I, I mean, I always tell you, and I mean, I, most of our friends know it. Like I'm a very middle person and that's why mm-hmm. I like, I, I know like Mike said it once. You're like, essentially a right wing terrorist like, at this point. If you're a middle um, person, 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I, just, I just like to, I, I like to hear other people's, even if it's annoying because it's, um, it can open up things. Maybe you didn't understand why someone felt a certain way, or mm-hmm. it might just help your argument better. Um, I think there, that's actually, a lot of that's, part that's of a really it, good, that's a good way to put it. Like, it doesn't, you doesn't have to change your opinion yeah. on things. Like, like me, you have your opinions and you know, yeah, they, it doesn't have to change it. They should be strong, but you should give them the time of day to, to like to try you to should, understand. Yeah, you should understand why and empathize with why they have those. Doesn't opinions. mean you have, and, and it's a. I think you can still have your same opinion. It's a very but, hard thing to even explain because it's a hard thing, even for me. I mean, it can be hard, and I I try to do it a lot. Um, but like, like you said, like you don't have to have them change your opinion or agree with them, mm-hmm. but to just to be able to understand where they're coming from. Right. I mean, that's essentially what I say at the end of this podcast. Understanding where they're coming from isn't necessarily like isn't it's saying, not agreeing. Yeah, you agree or you support that, it even. Like, and it doesn't. Yeah, it's just like I get how you think that way. I don't agree with it, but I I understand where you're coming right. from. Like, you could still say you're. I think you're wrong, mm-hmm. but like I I get more now why you. And think then that's that going to make them more prone to listen to you and like figure out like yeah. where, why why you come from there. And if you're both coming from rational places, like you know, right. like because like I don't I don't mean I can have. I don't care who my friends are, guy, girl, different color, different religion, mm-hmm. different political background. That don't matter. That'll never change my friendship with someone. Any right. of those matters. It just matters if, if I re- have a good time re- with you. Do you make me laugh? Like, and do you respect me? Yeah. And are, do and you understand like, like why I feel strongly about yeah, different like, things? Are we? Can we argue and still literally... I always think a good friendship is to be able to argue with someone mm-hmm. and then literally change the subject and be perfectly fine. You don't hold grudges. Right. Like we just almost not that we were arguing with the lions, but like Yeah, but we both but have like, different lions. We weren't beliefs. heat like not like I mean it might have sounded heated on here, but like we weren't about to throw blows or anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like I wasn't about to jump across the table, like like immediately done, move on. Like right. hey, like we agree to disagree on certain things with the lions doesn't mean i hate you doesn't like you know it's fine like we can move on but like some people mm. can't move on they it lingers and like oh i don't even want to talk about the next time i'm just too mad that you're, you're dumb you don't agree with me or whatever well, like, like well, that's what i don't like when well, you can't give the time of day because you right. don't agree with someone and the lions are an easy an easy topic because it's a trivial game you know like it's like if we were throwing the blows over the lions god there might be something really wrong but i've also us. said <laughs> this about the lions um as a single man with no kids the lions are my baby. Okay, like, we can't. We can't. You can talk. Well, you can talk shit about your own kid, but no one else can talk shit about your kid. <laughs> yeah, that's probably that actually is, how what you it feel is with me it. a lot. Yeah. Like I, I talk shit about him, but when someone else does, I don't like it. I get it, Jeremy. That sounds like a cry for help, but we're not going to address it on this broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> Which part of that? The single part or the other? <laughs> the part where you think the lions are your actual babies and you're going to defend I mean, them? Is, like... is that or my dog? Right. <laughs> Um, but like, you know, like there's, but there is other like more serious shit where you have to be more careful of because like, you know, some, it could be something like that goes against your entire existence, you know? Yeah. Like Kyrie Irving with his, um, anti-Semitical shit. Yeah. Like, like that's like, that's something like, I'm, I'm not like, it's really, that's, it's, that's, that's hard. It's hard to have a different opinion. Yeah. Like, or like, like people that are just like, uh, uh, generally black people don't deserve the same rights as white people, you know? Like, which I don't think anyone's... Which I think I is an extreme thing, too, but... Right. I don't think anyone's, like, act, I don't... When everyone says, like, stuff like that, like... I mean, if they say something like that, like, they're, they're KKK shit, right? Right, right. But, but there... I think things... And uh, this is going to sound bad, but I think things go deeper, and you gotta try to figure out the... Not from the KKK. That's fucking straight-up evil. Like, that's... 
That's like black people need to die shit. And that's fucking crazy fucked up. And like that seal, you can't be friends with. Right. Uh, yeah. hundred percent. Like, cause they're literally just want to kill people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when I say difference of opinion, that's not the difference of opinion. But I'm people, talking about. Pe- people that have like a difference, like, okay, well I think abortion is killing babies. Like, like, okay. That's something I strongly disagree with. And I don't really have to fuck with you, but I still kind of, I don't, do I have to risk that's where, that's where it gets fishy. It's also, yeah, that can be fishy because is it a guy or a girl saying that? I mean, I would assume mm. most girls would never agree with it because it's a lot do, or else they would be no, it'd be nowhere near. Um, right, but that's what I'm saying. There are that, right there now. are that doing, and for if a girl, if <laughs> there a guy, are that doing. Like if a guy was like, you know, for or what is the bad way? How am I saying this? I want to say correct, not correct. If, like if um, someone's saying like they're like there should be no abortions or whatever, mm. no matter what circumstance or whatever, and yeah. if and if the guy is saying that. I probably will feel a different way than if a girl says there's says the same thing, but I'm like, all right, it's your body. Maybe you know something different than us, but like, mm. that's where, well, like you said, it becomes fishy on it. The like, thing it's is, not the thing right. is, I get, I get the argument. It doesn't from, mean I won't be friends with them. I get, I get the argument from their perspective, right? If well, assuming their argument is that um, they think it's killing a baby, right? Right. I don't believe that, and I don't think that. But the thing is, like, if they don't want to have an abortion, I'm not going to make them have an abortion. You know, I'm not right. going to make their wife have an abortion, right? right. Because of uh, because I want, I don't think like, oh, this is not, you know. But they would want to make me have a baby, even though I don't believe that that's a fucking baby, because scientifically and what I believe is not. But I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't do like the laughing. It's not a baby, but like I should, I should probably try to say why i think it's not a baby you know right. and be like okay well you can't meet me in the middle at all then like i don't know you're kind of just fucking with my beliefs and you're saying yours are better than mine yeah you know and i'm not saying that yours are better mm-hmm. than mine like I'm, I'm saying don't have an abortion if you don't want to or mine are better than yours i should say but you are saying that yours are better than mine you know i'm not gonna make you have an abortion don't make me not have an abortion right which yeah i mean it should just be a i mean it should just be a choice <laughs> it's um, exactly it's pretty simple <laughs> but what is um to switch the subjects on politics? Oh, okay. We have two other things. It was um, so I saw today. I think it was today. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if they shot it today, but I saw today that like North Korea shot like twenty two missiles. Yes, this is one of the two other things again. Well, I don't know if it was not twenty two again, but more missiles. And yeah, this one actually was like closest it's ever been to South Korea in like forty years or some shit. Yep, North Korea shot off, I believe, 22. I think it was 22 missiles that landed in international waters, um, along with uh, intelligence threats saying that Iran That's is. That's uh, I was going to say. I just saw that. Iran is uh, uh, planning an attack on Saudi Arabia. Uh, meanwhile, both of these countries have just been found out to be supplying weapons to yeah. Russia against Ukraine, which is. Uh, another escalation towards real World War Three. Yeah, depending powers on powers are colli- powers are combining. Like if if this is like I don't know what like I don't know what kind of assurances that Russia has been giving these other two. Um, false, like <laughs> false assurances. <laughs> right, but it makes I mean, me it makes me wonder. Ukraine's where, not where, that where, big compared to you, Russia. The fact that you haven't beat them mm. is if I was any other country i'd be like i I ain't trying to help you out i saw today that russia lost a thousand people on the battlefield today which i'm not sure if that's true because it was just on reddit but um (laughs) um uh, not to laugh i gotta gotta stop doing that um but like i what i'm what i'm thinking is the real thing is like okay we haven't heard anything about china right now 
Like, and that's like Russia is the big nuclear power, but China's the big economic power yeah. right there. Like, what did I hear? What was there about the whole grain deal or something with Russia? They're halting grains. Does that affect us in America? Probably if it comes from the Black Sea. Okay, I I don't know what it is, but I, it just hurt. Read, I thought I read something about it's it, like a everything. Grain deal everything over there. Halted. Everything with this war is going to affect Europe way more than it's going to affect us. Well, yeah, I mean, but like, what's what you know? What's really affecting us is that like all of this shit in Europe is like becoming, it's is really increasing inflation all over Europe, right? When <laughs> it's making people in the United States, as in corporations and business people get rich jack up prices because they can use the excuse of inflation yeah. which is going to fuck the democrats because people don't understand it while they are like that you can look they are just getting record profits inflation like, it's just it's stupid it, right it, now it's it's ridiculous and it's also just and, and you know it's not it's not not the democrats fault because you could do something to these corporations but they're backed by a lot of these corporations yeah um but the republic like the republicans don't have a plan if they get into office like they're going to use this as an excuse but they're not going they, they have literally no plan because there is no plan we're about <laughs> we're like we're we're reaching we're not even like in a legit recession yet but we could be but we're like like teetering we there. are spiraling i don't even feel like we're teetering what? there we're we're just at the top of it like falling about to fall mm. over like again housing rates just went up today i just learned today too um because we have like a special through work this month through hello fresh like a discount or whatever uh-huh. i can get hello fresh for like like the next three months with this discount it's, not, it's only like 20 percent, so it's not like a huge discount yeah but for the next three months like I can get more food than I spend in one month right now at a grocery store. You should do it then, right? Yeah. And people were like, I stopped going to the grocery store like five months ago because inflation. And oh. now I use HelloFresh because it's cheaper. I'm like, you shouldn't be Ubering food, basically pre-made foods to your home. Yeah. That's cheaper than going to a grocery store. Yeah. My, my food, well, I'm a... I know what my prices are because I buy the same ten things like every time I go. Yeah, you're so, like, a, you're a product of a, my price is the same. What do you call it a product of not a habit. Yeah, I'm a OCD. You're you're, a, you're an habitual. <laughs> I need routines. Yeah, you're you're, um, you're a product of routine. Um, but like my groceries, like they, my normal meals that I would buy, like my egg, sausage, some lunch meat, and whatever, mm-hmm. like a bread or whatever rolls, whatever it might be, was like fifty bucks. Or like 40 50 bucks and then covid or like the last few months it's been like 60 70 sometimes even more like with milk if i get that yeah and a, the last month it's gone down slightly um maybe but i've also been going to larry's a little more because their sausage price is a dollar cheaper than Myers, so that's cutting off a little bit but it um i went the other day and i was like holy crap i got like five items and it was like 30 bucks yeah i don't really know what to do like because like I, I I think if that's I go, lot, I mean that's a lot of money. If I if I'm going to the grocery store to buy food to make for myself, like unless I, and it's hard because I'm you know I'm a single man living by myself. It's hard to buy enough stuff and it use is. it all, especially with my, you know I you know I'm like probably I'm trying to make food like four to five nights a week, right? Um, but if I don't, then shit goes bad real fast. That's why I don't <laughs> like it's hard make a lot. Like that's why. I, I mean, I love breakfast food anyways. And mm. I mean, sausage and eggs is great breakfast and different variations, whatever. But so like you can like that's 10 bucks between those two eggs and sausage that feeds you 
like a whole week of and breakfast. The pr- apparently, the price of meat is going up too. Yeah, so like the sausages. So I like I still ha- I still haven't bought meat that wasn't prepared for me yet. Yeah, and but there's like the other day when I made some spaghetti at home, I forgot again to like only make half the box or whatever because the noodles don't look like a whole lot. Oh damn, you don't make spaghetti that much. <laughs> well, I mean, was well, so normally I make half the box. But the other day that's, I was feels that's a lot of noodles. It is still a lot. <laughs> but the other day I was like, man, I'm starving. Like I feel like it's just never that much or whatever. But I also made meatballs with it. Yeah. And man, I ate that for like four days straight. <laughs> and, and that's and what, I was annoying. Yeah. Like But like there's if I make if I buy any other food at that point, mm-hmm. it's bad. Or because then I wouldn't eat, you know, the spaghetti. So I just made a shit ton of spaghetti. Right. So like if I make spaghetti though, like even if you open the box and only make like you know, like a handful of it, like mm. snip off a third of the, the thing, then like you got to make that quicker. It goes bad or right. you're still it's, wasting it's not money. Really, unless you want to eat the same thing over and over again every day. Like for like, like you said, like four days in a row, it's not conducive if you're a single person. Yeah, that's why I hate meal. Like, I don't like meal prepping. It's, I get the point of it. It's mm. one day leads it, but it's just, I can't eat the same thing. Yeah, me neither. Sausage and eggs, I can. Like, when I order a pizza, like, oh, shit, this is like a $30 meal, like, right now, where I can spread out into three days. It's stupid. You know? But, like, then I'm like, I don't even want to eat this the next day. Like, I feel like like bread and carbs right now, and it's all I have. Like, so now I'm just buying a bunch of vegetables that we're figuring out. I'm I'm going back to vegan vegan during the week, but. Kick out the carbs. That's the Well, bread's killer. Yeah, bread is the killer. Like, I didn't eat any bread today, but. I don't eat much bread. All right. Well, I love um, you guys. Uh, uh, well, that's not how we ended. <laughs> I thought it was going to shut off on us. <laughs> Jeremy, where can we find you and follow you? Mahar underscore Jeremy on Twitter. All right. Anything you want to promote? Anything? Or behind Benny's Pizza Pub. Let's promote ben- Benny's. Yeah, go find him. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. On Twitter, I'm not going to buy a blue check mark, so it's going to be the non blue check mark, Nick. Um, uh, at Nick Wagella. N-I-C-K-W-E-G-E-L-A on Instagram, also the same one. Follow me on Facebook if you want. Thank Barbara for the shout-out. Uh, uh, thank you. Um, uh, uh, rate us five stars. Leave us a review on, Comments. Uh, on uh, Apple Podcasts, and we'll get you on the podcast if you want to be on. We'll just virtually FaceTime you in, or we'll invite you to my house. We know you're listening. While it still is, because I'm moving to Denver, bitch. Denver. All right. Out. See you next week. Bye. Love you. Overtime.